Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of the Rantcast. This is a long one, so be prepared. We talk about uh, Samantha Bee's new TV show. We talk about Deadpool. We talk about Gallivant. We talk about Legends of Tomorrow. And we talk about the documentary Electric Boogaloo that's on Netflix. We do a quick uh, Super Bowl rundown, and then we spend a lot of time talking about politics. Um, We spend a lot of time talking about the Supreme Court, even before we knew that Justice Scalia had died. And then we talk a little uh, NBA at the end. So be prepared. This episode has lots of trigger alerts for me personally, so I get a little loud. Hope you enjoy, and please subscribe on iTunes and give us a review, and send us a message on either Facebook or Twitter. Have a great day. Everything is catching, yes, everything is catching on the fire. It's on the CBS All Access. Um, uh, how is that? By the way, does, that have the, does it have all the CW shows? Because I know eventually uh, they're supposed to be on there as they uh, start getting pulled from other things. I don't think, and I, I don't see them, but I imagine okay. whenever they whenever they launch the CW one, I imagine like you can pay for one and get both, but maybe not. What, what point, do you watch on CBS? Mostly just elementary. Oh. On CBS, there's. Um, I, I've started watching Supergirl, which isn't bad. I haven't watched a lot of it though, but um, it's it looks like it is going to be part of the Arrowverse, and that the Flash is going to make a guest appearance on it. At yeah, some point. yeah, they were just filming it this week. Well, yeah. I thought so. I thought the big thing was that it was supposed to be part of the DC movie universe, but because of all like the Earth two shenanigans, they were going to do something about like dimensionals. Oh, I don't know. I always assumed they wouldn't because I can't see DC putting their big properties on it, especially with the fact that they already recast The Flash and if they and they recast uh, you know, uh, Deadshot, and I'm sure they're gonna do that with some of the other characters if they Yeah, I mean it's well, the same, that's what I mean. But it's the, it's the same executive producer doing all the T V shows and so I think he knows exactly what he's allowed to do and what he's not allowed to do. But yeah. in Supergirl but, but they are it they are not tied to the movie. No, well, it's not tied to the movie at all. It isn't, not, not yet. Well, I thought they they implied that it was the same Superman that was in... Oh, uh, cut out because the uh, internet doesn't want him to lie to you. Whoa, that was super cool robot sound. Oh, um, was that me robot sound? Yeah, that was you robot sound. Okay. Um, um, no, I, I thought they've been very vague with Superman, so it honestly could just as easily be uh, Smallville Superman coming back, which I think would be kind of fun if they brought him back as Superman. He's in like a Nicholas guess. Sparks movie that's coming out. I saw a trailer for He's not looking great. For really? That. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, we should, uh, we should uh, start officially start this thing. This is episode 27. Woo! 27. Episode 27 of th- that this conversation was a complete waste of time. Yes, Thank it was. You, Nora. Thank you, uh, Nora, for giving us our name again. We're going to thank you every time. Yes. Hashtag, hashtag Nora. Hashtag adorable polar bear. <laughs> My name is Nora. Nora the polar bear. bear. Uh, oh, I am uh, Chris, and I am drinking a uh, barrel-aged specific mix of two different types of Wellers in an attempt to approximate the taste of Pappy Van Winkle 15-year. How'd you do? It's good. Um, I've never had the uh, Pappy Van Winkle 15. I've had uh, old Rip Van Winkle 12-year, and it's not that far off. How long did you age it for? I aged it for almost three months. It... The... The angels took a pretty healthy share of it too. A lot of it, a good amount of it uh, evaporated. Yeah, I tried a similar mix. I didn't like it after. 
I liked it after the first month, and it got progressively worse when I tasted it. So I had to really? take it out. Yeah. No, I I think it's good. I think the difference is I don't know what it is, but at least that old uh, Rip Van Winkle, it it was thicker. I don't know. There was a like a weird thickness. I think the way Jeremy described it was it had a certain viscosity to it, which this doesn't have. Some girth. It has it has a similar taste. It has a similar smoothness, but it doesn't have the right feel. But it's still good. I'll drink the shit out of it. Well, I mean, yeah. So, so uh, this, has been, uh, this yeah, has been bourbon talk. Voice. Yeah, this is, bur- this is bourbon talk with Bones. <laughs> Bones is bourbon talk. Uh, GT, introduce yourself and say what you're drinking. I'm GT, also known as Tyler, drinking yep. a Moscow Mule. No one knows you as Tyler except your oh, mother. Moscow <laughs> Mule. Yeah, I went Moscow, not Derby. And for the, I think the, um, I, don't know, I don't know which one of you, but one of you has the mic in the exact wrong place where I just hear you breathing constantly. I'm going to say Chris. <sighs> yeah, it's you. All right, what about that? Better. Sexy. What about that? That's no about different. the same. No okay. different. All right. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I am uh, I am Jesse. And I am drinking. We're still figuring out how to pronounce this, but I'm gonna go with Mitchers. 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 There's a T. There's a T after the CH. So yeah, you, normally it would be Mitchers. CH. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It feels weird. But it's an unblended American whiskey. Uh, apparently, they were established in 1753. So mm. it's, ah. it's pretty delicious. So they must have been part of the whiskey rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Historic throwback. All right, so um, I like how I know you looked at your phone for the same reason I did. You just got notified that you have bonus energy available on. No, actually, it was my it was my um, habit RPG app t- reminding me to check in on things. So uh, okay. Okay. I did. I I do not turn game notifications on. It's just too much. Like I don't. Well, need then how do you know how do you know to get that bonus energy that pops up every few hours? Here's the thing. Because he's compulsively it's, looking at it. Yeah, I'm, forty-five uh, extra energy. Uh, globules. I, I check in like every 30 minutes, so I don't need yeah. reminders, okay? Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, I think we're gonna let's start with some uh, pop culture things, and then we can move to the craziness that is our presidential election at the moment. Sure. Um, I wanted to say, just uh, briefly, it's the first thing, I watched uh, Samantha Bee's new uh, you know, comedy show, mostly politics. Right. Yeah, I heard um, it was really good. It's great. I don't think I've seen a first episode that strong. Like really? the, her voice was already there. Like she was instead of behind a desk, she was standing. She had this great like fake documentary about the Jeb campaign. It was nice. really, Jeb. it was really strong. Jeb. Jeb. Uh, I, she was uh, was she on a Nerdist po- podcast recently? Yes, Maybe? she was. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I thought so. She was really good. She's funny. She's so. very smart. She, uh, she, you're right. She does seem to have a very clear idea of what her voice is. That, you know, I think she sort of honed it when she was on The Daily Show, but she definitely has her own unique voice. Yeah, I it, never it, really liked her on The Daily Show, to be honest, but um, the what well, I've seen of the new show I like. More misogynist, though. It yeah. Be, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, I think it being once a week will help, so... Oh, it's, it is only once a week? Yeah, it's only once a week, so, you know, sort You're of... Going like, the John Oliver route. Yeah, which is smart, because, you, uh, first of all, Daily is exhausting, mm-hmm. and, two, it's hard to, you know... Unless you already have sort of the audience and voice that John Stewart had, it's it's really hard to like keep an audience coming in every day. Yeah. Well, Once that's, a week, I can that's check something it. she mentioned 
on the podcast was she also like she wants half the show to be like remote or go out and like do things. Yeah. So it's, it would be kind of hard to do that. Um, you know, every night. Every night, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, her jam thing was very like Warner Herzog yep. type of. Um, uh, but yeah, it was very slow talking German accent. It was pretty funny. So everyone should yeah. check that out. Um, very good it, show it, is a, it is February 12th, so Deadpool is technically already out. Um, yes. I think some of us are seeing it tomorrow and some of us are seeing it on Sunday. Yes, we are seeing it. Uh, that's what we're doing for Valentine's Day. We're going to Deadpool and we're going to go come back home to dress up for fancy dinner time. Nice. Yep. We are also seeing it for Valentine's Day. So, nice. you know, do, we're doing some high culture earlier in the day and then Deadpool and then restaurant. So that, that'll be fun. I, I feel like you said something redundant. You said high culture and then Deadpool. <laughs> Almost <laughs> as though you implied Deadpool wasn't high culture. I think Deadpool would be insulted if we called it high culture. So, I mean, you've seen the trailers. I, I one trailers. thing, I don't know if you guys saw, it made like... $12 million or something last night. That's pretty oh, good really? for an R-rated yeah, movie. Yeah, it was the record like Thursday opening for an R-rated movie. No, but, I'm really I'm really excited about uh, Deadpool. It's I didn't realize that it already made as much money as it had, but it's been getting good reviews. Everyone who... Uh, people whose opinions I respect seem to like it. Yeah. I don't know how anyone thought it would be a bad movie. It's because Ryan Reynolds... Like has been trying to get this damn thing made for like ten years. Yeah, and that's yeah, the only reason. With... That's the only reason that that Wolverine movie was to get this movie made. Well, and somebody, yeah, somebody working was telling me about that about how long Ryan Reynolds had actually been trying to get this thing made and how he's been pushing for it as long as he did. And it honestly makes me wonder if he was the one who leaked the test footage. Oh, I'm pretty sure he he it recently would have been made. Yeah, he recently sort of implied that he did that he. Was oh, the... really? Yeah, <laughs> um, that's awesome. He he really had nothing to lose at that point. So, yeah, I I think I remember seeing that it was released uh, by uh, Blake Lively fan at gmail dot com. Um, <laughs> oh really? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that that would add up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it looks really it's good, and I feel like conspicuous. I feel like Deadpool is the perfect Valentine's movie. It, I, I I just saw a review about how like Deadpool actually is the perfect date movie because like it's an it's a rom com in a superhero movie and apparently it's very good at that part. So you know well, what? Uh, I would watch more rom coms if there were rated R more rated R rom coms. I feel yeah. like that's a that's an underserved genre. <laughs> so uh, rom coms. Sandy B with those tits flopping around would make a great movie. <laughs> wow, uh, that went dark real fast. Woo. So tell since both of you I think have watched it, tell me about Legends of Tomorrow. I'm very curious about how it was. Okay. Um. So <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, uh, is not Doctor Who. Anyone who tells you that they ripped uh, things off from Doctor Who are just crazy. Um. Chris is being sarcastic right now. All right. Well, all right. I do want to uh, say Rory. I mean, um, wait. What's his name in the show? Rip Hunter. <laughs> Rip Hunter. Rip Hunter. Uh, Rip the, Hunter. Uh, the the Time Master. Yeah. Uh, steals a time ship, and uh, goes back in time and picks up various heroes slash villains. No. To take on. <laughs> well, he only goes to one specific time period. 
which is the present of the Arrowverse, and takes various uh, interesting side characters from Flash and Arrow to be his sort of team to take on this uh, arch-villain Vandal Savage. Who so I, I do, I do want to mention, I know people will say it's very much, I mean, it is very much Doctor Who. However, it, the actual comic predates Doctor Who by two years. Yes. Really? And yes. As, as I noted I in our previous discussion, the Time Masters didn't exist. The Rip Hunter isn't from a race called the Time Masters. He didn't... Well, uh, the Time Masters break... weren't on a race. They are. They're. They're like a. They're like. Yeah. They're like an organization yeah. who's responsible for making sure that people aren't misusing time travel. Essentially, Think Marvel has a similar uh, group as well. All I know is one. What they added was that he was breaking away from the Time Masters to do this and stole the ship. And like the 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 components they changed of Rip Hunter are just straight Doctor Who ripoffs, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, here's the thing. While there are some Doctor Who-ish things, he is absolutely and completely not even remotely Doctor Who. Well, no. Also, uh, he's not As supposed to. He, I mean, his 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 uh, his he's supposed to be American, by the way. Really. Rip Hunter's American. I'm well, pretty sure they just cast him because of his Doctor Who time. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm not saying he's it's supposed to be Doctor Who. I'm saying they, they're trying to get Doctor Who people to watch no, it. I think, I think there is some uh, similarities to Doctor Who. I, I, I won't disagree with that. But he as a character is not remotely Doctor that's what that, That's my point. That, what? The phrase Time Lord was not coined until the second Doctor's final story in 1969. What does that have to do with anything? When are you... Time Master was coined in April 1961. So the term Time Master predates the Time Lords. According to this article. Well, an article on the internet says so. so I'm just going... Aren't you going by an article on the internet? Yeah. I think uh, think I'm actually going by a podcast I listen to, but who knows at this point? Yeah. Yeah, and as we know... Podcasts are never wrong about anything yeah. ever. Okay. Look, the the point is that that uh, is it good? Is it fun? Pop culture steal from each other. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I think I think Vandal Savage is an interesting villain. You know, he's a very powerful, hard to kill villain. I, it'll be interesting to see if they throw in a little bit of monster of the week, or if it truly will be a constant arc of one villain. I imagine. He'll have, like, sub-villains that he sends at them that they'll have to go after, but... Well, in the first episode, they had, like, Boba Fett. You know, <laughs> That's Boba true. Fett guy. Yeah, the, 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 the time uh, bounty hunter. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was literally Boba Fett that could travel through time. Well, in one of the reviews I read of the pilot, they said, you know, he, he, saying that Rip Hunter was a pretty shitty time master because if you're trying <laughs> to defeat this guy who's, like, almost immortal at this point, like go back farther in time than the 70s to stop him? Like, he's already powerful at that point. Like, go farther back, but, you well, know. Well, I think that was an IO9 article. They, the reason, it was an IO9 article. <laughs> well, he, honestly, I mean, they explain it, whether you buy the explanation or not, is that it is difficult to find him at any point in history. Yeah. They didn't go to the 70s to find Vandal Savage. They went to the 70s to find an expert on Vandal Savage who can help them find him in other time periods. Because there is the no... Hawk Girl and Hawkman's son. Is that spoiler alert? <laughs> as long as we're spoiling it. Yeah. yeah. Was this Once Upon a Time? Is everyone related? <laughs> oh god. See, so you you guys have watched Arrow, right? 
Yes. I, I have not, but... Okay, well, so I haven't either. I was just curious. I didn't... Are Hawk Girl and Hawk Guy, whatever, are they from Arrow, or are they just like... They're from They're from Flash. I mean, there's one crossover episode okay. that, that has both... That Well, I guess really the only... Hawk Guy is really only on one episode of Arrow and one episode of Flash. Hawk Girl is a character on Flash for a few episodes. Okay, so they, I haven't seen season two yet, so they must have been season two. On on Flash, yeah, they're from yeah. this season. So they they were um, right right before the break, right before the season break. They introduced them and Vandal Savage, and then ca- they came back as part of the Legends of Tomorrow. But no, I I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I'll keep watching. I I really like those three shows and how they kind of interplay together. Uh, the only thing that annoys me is I wish that Hulu would um, have the full season. Well, not even that. I we had to deal with some issues of that. We had to use Nora's brother's uh, Amazon account to watch some of the Flash ones. We had to buy a couple Arrow episodes, which is annoying. But I'm Ooh. talking about I wish that they would link them so that, okay, I watch Legends of Tomorrow. When it shows next episode, I wish it would go to Flash and then Arrow and then Legends of Tomorrow instead of me having to exit out of one. I know maybe it's nitpicking, but I wish I could build custom... You should have the ability to build custom queues on apps in Netflix and Hulu. Well, so you can on Hulu, but you have to do it on the web. So if you build that there, you can watch it on the app? Yes, yes. Hmm. I'm like, well, no. yeah. Interesting. They used to. They, they, they. I mean, I. I know they used to, but I. I didn't see. Uh, that. The, the Hulu Apple TV app is kind of awful. You <laughs> think everything's mind. awful? Yeah. No, no. I mean, no. But if you go to the PS4 Hulu one, you can do a lot more stuff. Is what I'm yeah. saying. I, I will say the Hulu app on the Fire TV has this weird like jitter where like someone will talk and it'll like, like not freeze frame, but like it. Where like the audio keeps going, but the video cuts mm-hmm. like it, and it does it all the time. It's really upsetting. So I I've stopped using the Fire TV almost entirely at this point. Speaking Except of watch, the, uh, yeah. uh, Apple TV, uh, I'm thinking about uh, potentially uh, getting the new one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide whether to go ahead and get it or or wait because I've read conflicting things. One that they would have a new one out in like six months, and other things saying it might be two years before they do another one. So. I, w- I would wait till their March announcement when they release the new iPad and watch. Yeah. They might, if if they're gonna like do the the iPad three to iPad four switchover where they release something and then six months later replace it, uh, it'll probably yeah. happen then. I would imagine. Okay, so maybe I'll well, wait till then and see. You yeah. you use it at work, right? Yeah, it's nice. So it's how does the master? How good is the master search? I haven't really tried the master search yet, but I'll try it. I'll try it next week and let you know. That's so. what really gets me excited about not having to search e- in each app or. Use some of the the like phone apps. I don't know. There's a couple of them that kind of do it, but even there, they don't they don't seem to be that up to date. Kind of imperfect, but you know, whatever. Um, I I feel like we went down a bit of a rabbit hole there. We did. Um, so uh, Flippo is supposedly supposed to be joining us here in a second, but wait, I'm wait, just... wait, wait, wait. I know. Are is he you slow? saying Flippo yes. is late for something? I know, right? This is brand new and um, unusual territory. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so before he gets on, I feel like we should talk about Gallivant. Yes. Which I honestly <laughs> just finished the season. I want to immediately watch it over again. 
I mean, I thought, I'm, overall, I'm these songs were higher quality. The like songs for songs. season two? In yeah. season two? Yeah. They're, they were very... All the songs are very singable. I would... Yeah. I, <laughs> no, he was, he was commenting the positively what? about the singing. Uh, okay. He thought the songs were better in season two. Nora's very protective of Gallivant, and she assumes well, that here's he the was thing. I love Gallivant. Uh, here we go. Oh, God. No, I mean, I'm saying I liked season one. I thought it was great, but I thought season two, the songs, they just did. They was more fleshed out. Yeah, I, well, I think I, I, I really enjoyed the songs in season two. I think, the, I think the comedy worked. I think the songs worked. I, I did a pretty good job with the action, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say the season one cliffhanger leading into the opening song of season two might be the best, like, one-two punch of a song I've heard in quite some time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they, they just... So they just, meta. They flatly challenged ABC to renew them. Yeah. Just like, knock us out, guys, and then came back and they're like, yeah. Well, and that, and they, uh, you know, I won't spoil anything, but they definitely left a cliffhanger at the end of season two, leaving it open to jump into uh, a very, I mean, a interesting big guest star. They don't tell you who it is, but you know there's one for a particular new character. So, Also, uh, Return of Weird Al at the end. Uh, yes. For, uh, for the final number at the end of season two as well. I uh, audibly cheered when he appeared. Mm. I was like, what? Speaking of Weird Al, I see um, uh, Rant 9 number one fan Ryan Flippo has joined us. Yeah. Uh, one other pop culture thing while we're waiting to Flippo to jump on, I think he was going to talk politics with us, is a documentary that I, I've heard discussed several times on how did this get made, and they just talked about it on the latest uh, Nerdist podcast. Yes, they did. Is Electric Boogaloo, which is a documentary about Canon films. If you look back at all the films Canon Films made, there are so many amazing ones from my childhood and young adulthood. I mean, they did Masters of the Universe. They did uh, the Alan Quartermain movies. They did um, they did uh, several. They did a whole bunch of the Chuck Norris movies. They did all the Death Wish movies after one. They did yes. Over the Top. They did Cobra. They did. Uh, Oh jeez, I'm trying to remember. They did Breakin' and Breakin' Two, Electric Boogaloo, of course. They did so many amazing. And I like the story they were talking about, where they had the two Chuck piles. Yes, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, which was in the doc. Yeah, that was legit. Okay, they that wasn't that. even. Yeah, that wasn't even the craziest story that the Nurse Podcast mentioned about the documentary was that they would make the poster and go to like those film yes. festivals and sell the movie there and use that money to make said movie. They yes. would lie to people about the fact that the movie didn't exist yet. Yeah. All they have is a poster. Like, surprise, surprise, the company went out of business. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is when they were doing that, they were doing fine. It wasn't until they tried to overextend themselves, and it was really when they did three big movies with big budgets. They did Superman 4, they did Over the Top, and they did Master of the Universe, and all of them had big budgets, when before they were making movies that were like $1 to $5 million budgets, Maybe 10% of them would be successful, but that 10% would be successful enough to pay for the studio. It's kind of like there's a... I can't remember his name, like Bloomfield or something like that. It's a guy who does a bunch of horror movies. He does like all the paranormal activities and the Purge movies, but it's like 1 in 10 of his movies is good, but since all of his movies are million-dollar budgets, when they hit, he makes 100 times his budget, so he pays for everything else. That's what Canon Films started doing. Yeah. That and they also had lots of nudity. 
so yeah. much nudity. There's a lot of nudity, in, especially the beginning of this documentary, by the way. So if uh, you want a little more, like, highbrow uh, masturbation material, if you want to, like, <laughs> watch a documentary but be able to, you know, fap a little, uh, yeah. this is... I highly recommend. So. Is it on? Is it on? Like, uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. The funniest thing, though, was the final line of the movie. Um, after the movie, they had a little note after talking about that they uh, contacted the two guys who, uh, base who were running Canon Films. These two Israeli guys. Yeah. And um, asked them to be in the film. Right. They said no. Then went and made their own documentary rushed it and got it out three months before this one, which is basically how they did their stuff. They would, they were the people, they were like the first, the pioneered, the, the like the mockbusters and, and stuff like that. If somebody, if there was some craze of something, they would rush a film to beat everyone else, even if it was garbage, just to be first. Oh, like the, uh, I think my favorite is the uh, Pacific Rim ripoff that the, I think the Sci-Fi Network did. It was like, Atlantic, I think it might just be called Atlantic Rim, but like oh, it was I didn't, so, it was so just straight. They just changed one word. It's just robots. I didn't see that one. There was a I saw there was a battleship ripoff. That was oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, what was this called? What the the documentary? Yeah. I I want to say I think it was called Electric Boogaloo. I think it is called Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Um, I'm looking on the Netflix. Right. You check it, on that. Uh, it was it was called something like that. So GT, did look. you find it? I did. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it's amazing, especially if you are a fan of bad films. And one of the things I realized is that how many of those films have been uh, episodes of How Did This Get Made? Oh, yeah, yeah. They even talked about Apple, which was the latest How Did This Get Made? Yeah. The insane movie. And the director talking about how this was going to be his Tommy, his Tommy rock opera. He really thought that this was going to be like a, like a super successful uh, pop culture changing movie, and it was just hot garbage. It was that great. reminds me. I need to. I need to download the uh, Masters of the Universe one. That's oh, it's a good. One. It's yeah. Got a, it's got a Tatiana Maslany. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, Which I kind of stopped listening to them to because um, they, like, were never together. And I'm not a huge fan of uh, Paul Shear by himself. Yeah, Paul Shear by himself isn't great. He, he's better playing off of other people. No, like, Jason Manzoukas needs to be there and not on the phone. Like, the yeah. phone ones, I'm like, no, this is not going to be good. Yeah. Can I just say real quickly before Flippo joins, if he ever does, I, I've totally now completely turned on Payne Manning, my former favorite, like, quarterback of all time. Right? Just so blatantly shilling for products. I guess, like I, like, I understand, like, I don't have to agree with everyone, and it's fine that the Papa John's guy, like, has political beliefs I disagree with, even though his pizza is terrible. It's terrible pizza. Like, that's his biggest sin. But, like, kissing <laughs> him on the field after winning a Super Bowl and then talking about Budweiser, to which he owns some, like, parts of distributors of right. Budweiser. That's what's, that's what's funny. It's not, for the Budweiser one, it's not because he endorses them or they pay him anything. It's because he owns a piece yeah. of distributor. I think it's in Louisiana, like, two different dis uh, yeah. Budweiser distributors. Yeah, Papa John's. Well, he owns lots of Papa John's. No, no that too. Owns, but yeah, yeah, he owns Papa John's. Like, so that I knew and was okay with, because that was smart. Like you bought a couple, like twenty Papa Johns in Colorado right before marijuana was legalized. Yes. Like, that's smart. I didn't realize until after the Super Bowl that he owned 
two different Budweiser distributors in, I think, Louisiana. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Louisiana. I believe it's they're, they're InBev distributors. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But that was just so disgusting. It disgusted me. Do you guys yeah. know he had a sex scandal in college? I did know that. Wait, what? I, well, I knew that. It wasn't a scandal. It was a rumor. Like, uh, well, no, no, there's a witness that came forward. Like, and he like paid off this lady. Well, if you pay off someone, then there isn't a scandal. Oh yeah, but I'm That's saying science. Well, yeah, he like. So what, what was the scandal? Well, so there was this female personal trainer, and the story is she was like working on his leg or something, and he dropped trout and like sat on her face. And she's like, "What the hell?" And he's saying, "Well, he was trying to moon someone, and she didn't know that he didn't know that she was behind, you know, she was behind him." Um, so she, yeah, she took it to court, and she he just settled and paid her a lot of money. I played football, and I saw um, various people, including a currently respected restaurant owner, uh, do that to uh, people, younger people in uh, the locker room. Um, as a way of hazing, so I, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily meant as a sexual type thing. It's more of generally a. Well, it depends. What was it? His. Uh... We're not. We're not. We're not gonna spend five minutes talking about this. We're not. <laughs> no, of we're course not. not. Okay. Of course not. I just want to clarify which side of his under bits was uh, touching her, because like if it, if he was like trying to put his uh, brown eye under her nose, that was just hazing. If he was trying to put his uh, uh, junky stuff into her mouthy bits, then that would be sexual assault. I believe it was the latter, but I don't remember. Well, yeah. Hey, Flippo! <laughs> hey, Flippo! I word. Yeah. Welcome! <laughs> we're talking about what how much Peyton what? Manning is an awful person. Yeah, we're, we're talking about how I've fallen out of love with Peyton Manning. Like, we're done. Oh, oh because of HGH? Or I was just going to no. He doesn't care about his cheating. He just cares <laughs> about his shameless shilling. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. The cheating doesn't bother me. You know why? Because the guy had four neck surgeries. Like, he should be allowed HGH, for the love of God. Like, <laughs> we, shouldn't, we shouldn't be disallowing the things that help people heal. Uh, his, just, his shilling, for not the company that sponsors him, but for the things he personally owns, and, like, not owning up to that fact just bothers me. Like, the years of my Papa John's resentment, and, like, just being able to put it behind because, like, I like the way he played football. I just couldn't... I'm glad he won his second Super Bowl. Like, I'm, you know, so that people can't, uh, you know, complain about that. But, like, as a person, I no longer like him. Like, so I'm did done. you have a face similar to Eli's, uh, except after he said the Budweiser, <laughs> Budweiser bit instead of when he was scoring... Here's the thing. I didn't, know about the, I didn't know about the Budweiser thing until, like, the next day because I didn't... Uh. I couldn't really hear what was happening at that point. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I were they, uh, were well. there children making noise behind you and like grabbing your ear and uh, stuff like that while you were watching the Super Bowl also? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Flippo. Uh, I don't think at that time it was one of yours. <laughs> I think I think that was a I think that was a spawn of Hopper. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that was all uh, Boris. Is that well, uh, yeah. Vlad? I think. I think Vlad was picking at me. I think um, uh, one of the flippos may have been giggling beside him. That 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 sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Odds are, whoever the kid was, they were blonde. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think it might have been a, a a young blonde lady who was doing the giggling. <laughs> 
Uh, so, Flippo, Flippo took all our money. Hey. Yeah, I didn't take che- it all. Cheated. Don't you mean cheated? Yeah. yeah. We got Who one, we got like one quarter. Who do I look like, Peyton Manning? Yeah, yeah. Did, did, did he take HGH for the brain? Uh, <laughs> did did uh, Flippo also steal HGH from his wife and then blame it on her? Yeah. Uh, did, did he take the limitless pill? <laughs> I wish. Hey, didn't, they, didn't they make a try to make a TV show out it's, of that? It's still on. It's on, really on. Yeah, Bradley Cooper comes on every like couple Yeah, he does. He shows up every once in yeah. a while. Oh, really? I, I think he's, he, I think he's I, an executive producer of it. So uh, I think it's actually doing okay. It's got. Well, of course it's it is. Like it's on CBS. Like they don't ask, it's it. on CBS and yeah, is it geared towards it old on, people? It is on CBS. It's protected by the CBS bubble. Oh uh, yes. Unlike Stephen Colbert, apparently. He'll, he, oh, he's going to do all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surely. surely uh, so speaking of which, did anyone see his interview with uh, Bernie? I only saw the sandwich bit, which was hilarious. Yeah, he – well, Bernie was on as his guest, I think, that night. And I'm pretty sure Colbert's a Republican, at least a conservative, which is really weird. But, uh, yeah, he hit him real hard on, you know, going after – <laughs> you know, tell me what your plan is, and he just reverted to some speech. So. Uh, you know, the more I hear Bernie, the more I I see him as kind of a parallel for Trump. Now, it's not yes, it's not it's not in the in the like sort of hate baiting way that Trump is, but it's in the lack of actual substance because <laughs> you hear Bernie say a lot of the same things over and over again, and he. He tends. He seems to often avoid direct substance. To, substance. Well, yeah, and that's even on Bill Maher, who Bill Maher is a huge supporter of him. Huge. I watched the interview, and huge. Huge. Bill Maher was like, "Hey, uh, you need to explain, you know, some of your plans, and you need to go and you need to explain why socialism is good and why people shouldn't be afraid of it." And he just reverted back to some speech the entire time. All right. Two things. One. Um, in an election, plans don't matter. They don't because no plans ever come to fruition. So I don't care. Two, uh, <laughs> unlike Trump, at least Bernie Sanders has actually like been in government and actually done things like passed bills with people of the opposing party. Like I don't see Trump working with anybody. No. But I do. They are. They are two sides of a sort of anger coin that's going on at the moment in politics, which is fine. Like, I don't, it's part of the process. Like, people love outsiders. People love, people say they're going to shake up the system, even though you can't, because our system is too old and slow and, you know. Well, it's built on slow change. It's not supposed to be, like, sweeping change in a couple of years for the, you know, most part. Yes, and, and it's because the founders of our government didn't trust people. Right. And well, exactly. It's built, people it are our, the worst. People are the worst. People are the GTs of people. Yeah. I mean, the whole point point of having a federalist system is that you elect people whose job it is is to learn the things you don't have time to learn because you're too busy and stupid. But do they have to learn, unlearn what they have learned? Well, sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. Unlearn what you have learned. Just T-ball that one right up. Yeah. Listen, I mean, look, I'm not saying from, you know, I think I told you, I've, you know, whenever I take those political tests, I always grade out like 90-something percent libertarian. And what? of the actual presidential candidates, now, obviously, 
uh, Rand Paul has dropped out. I was I agreed most with him, but Bernie Sanders was number two for me on his stated opinions because yeah. of his sort of more laissez-faire approach to most social issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I disagree with him on a lot of his uh, approaches to how government should run on a fiscal standpoint, but, you know, I so I do, when I say he's like Trump, I... I do mean that some somewhat derogatory, but I don't mean he's as bad as Trump. Where I think Trump is damaging, I think Bernie Sanders is sort of like that entertaining uncle that you like to hear talk about things, but you don't think is really serious. Yeah, I mean, Trump, Trump literally is, has no plans. He literally yeah. has no plans. Yeah. No, no, uh, Mexico is totally going to pay for a wall. I love uh, how he keeps getting out of America. answering that question. He's like, well, they're going to pay for it because it's going to be such a great wall. What does that even mean? We're winners. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to make America great again. I mean, we're yeah. going to make America <laughs> even greater than it's ever graded before. Oh. Here's the thing I do love the fact that like, the two uh, like, leaders at the moment getting the most votes are two like, super New York Jewy sounding people. <laughs> Don't worry though. We're gonna we're gonna uh, add in Bloomberg to make yeah, it. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, so, I think I've said on so, another podcast. How when did uh, super New York white older white people become outsiders? Flippo, since you joined late, you didn't you didn't say your name and what you're drinking. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, this is me, Flippo. No one here even cares what my first name is. Uh, yeah. Join the club, buddy. Uh, I'm pretty yeah, sure that, your name is Flippo Flippo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at least at least I have a name and not just two letters. Yes. Uh, burn. 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 Someone's right, so. burn as GT. So. <laughs> so what are you what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking. Uh, I guess I would call it uh, a MacGyver bartender concoction. It's, Fair enough. Uh, we approve. It. I, I used the Mixology app that they did not pay me to say because no one pays for anything on this podcast. Uh, brought to you by the Mixology app. And I did the search by ingredients and mm. tried to see ah. what I could come up with. So, so what did you go? I've got, uh, I've got gin, rum, triple sec, uh, and fresca with some uh, orange slices thrown in there. Wow. And I'm guessing wow. if there's gin in there, it means you couldn't put any ice in it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Oh, it's melted too much for me to clink it. Uh. <laughs> but uh, I, does, does it matter that I'm drinking it out of a mason jar? Uh, I'm pretty sure that elevates the quality of the drink. Yes, it does. I, I so. am uh, drinking it's out of... Uh, I'm drinking out of a glass. I don't know if you can see it, but is etched with the uh, Tulsa Hub symbol on it. Yeah, it was a gift. We really can't see that. Uh, for, our, for our listeners, we can't see it either, so don't worry. <laughs> this is a visual <laughs> gag. better than visual gags on the podcast. It's a visual gag that's literally only for me. Yeah. So, <laughs> even better. All right, so, <laughs> the right, rant so. cast, where narrower is better every yeah, time. Yeah. Where, where we try to antagonize all of our five listeners. One of whom is now on the podcast. So. Oh, uh, are we going to talk about a Doctor Who episode or something? 
You, you, you know, uh, Doctor, uh, Who, Doctor Who is our is our hockey for pardon the interruption. Where apparently, <laughs> as soon as they talk about hockey, like their viewership drops it by half. Yeah. Like they, okay, they, there's going to be no Doctor Who until next year or the yeah, end of this yeah. year. So we're so that'll keep our numbers up for a little while. <laughs> yeah. but, but you did miss us talking about uh, the DC TV show. We talked a little ah. about Legends of Tomorrow and nice. how there it's a there are some Doctor Who elements, but it's not Doctor Who at all. Right. Sure. Rip Hunter is no Doctor Who, and GT even found that the term Time Masters predates Time Lord. So if anything. Doctor Who copied from Legends of Tomorrow. Man, DC for life. Um, I have yeah. real quickly the most recent Batman uh, v Superman trailer. It looks a lot better to me. Doesn't it? it? Better. It looked well. They won. They let Wonder Woman speak for once. She gets one yeah. line. That's nice. Yeah. Um, also, you you get more of like Batman's reasons for hating Superman. Yeah. And also, I gotta say the scene where like Superman tries to punch him and Batman stops and he him. Him. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I'm going to see it anyway, but now I'm like, okay, maybe it's not the worst. I, yeah. I have not seen this trailer. I am legitimately intrigued. It's, it's yeah, the good. new trailer is good. It makes it look better. It makes it look more entertaining, so I'm, I'm uh, more interested in it. I mean, my, con- my, my concern is that Zack Snyder, if you compare his trailers to his movies, like the better the trailer, the worse the movie ends up. So <laughs> Isn't that a good sign, though, since several of the trailers have been really bad? There's That's a true. Better... That's yeah, true. so, you know. It's 50-50, really. That's um, right. Yeah. So, okay, real briefly, I don't know where GT went. I don't really care, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> let, let's Let's just quickly go around. Who is the... Uh, as far as the election goes, who is the candidate we hate the most who's still in it? Cruz! I, I'd have to go with Cruz as well. Man, I... It's... I think it's Trump for me. Yeah, it's gotta be... It's gotta be Trump. I also now. dislike Rubio quite a bit too. Now that now that Chris Christie's out of it, I gotta say Trump. Yeah, I mean, I, I I gotta respect Chris Christie's. Uh, it's called it's called the murder suicide. What he did. Yeah. To Rubio. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Where like the the risk is you kill both yourself and the person you're trying to take down, and uh, you know, and the downside is you lo- you know you have to drop out, which he did, but he really really took down Rubio. I mean, it was yeah, that was amazing. That was a, yeah. it was that was West Wing esque amazingness. Yeah, the Chris Christie, my problem with him is he is the in many ways the scariest kind of Republican for me because he is the type that will steal any privacy rights he can for some sibling, semblance of uh, security. And then he and he will still use 9/11 to do it, which he showed in a couple of different debates. Yeah, those New York values. Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad. New well, Jersey values, which are wor- much worse. Yeah, they're smell- <laughs> they're they're smellier and more toxic. I think. Yeah. Yeah. New so go back to New Jersey, Chris yeah. Christie. I mean, the, the sort of, the Cruz Trump duo at the moment is pretty terrifying for America. I have to say. So speaking of Cruz, yeah. um, I've been calling him an evangelical, uh, not a, a televangelist. He is a televangelist. And, and uh, did you guys see he's sending out pre-filled out checks to his supporters, <laughs> like pay him forty-five dollars, just sign here or whatever. Are you it's serious? The, it's, it's the John Oliver model. The, yeah. The things he's making fun of, yeah. 
And I was oh, like, holy shit. Yeah, someone posted it to Reddit. It's like, oh, well, I won't be doing this or supporting him anymore. Wow. Well, and, and that, I don't know if you guys saw that article I posted, but like apparently his app that he has just like steals all your contacts. Whether you, oh, wow. whether you whether you say yes to it or not, it just like goes through your phone and sends that information and to then, you. And then sends emails. Yes. Nice. Well, that's what that... Are you serious? Yep. Check the uh, Rant9 oh group, me, Flippo. Uh, no, I saw that you sent a link. I just... Yeah. Vote Gary, vote Gary Johnson. Yeah. And now, uh, assuming the Oklahoma state of Oklahoma doesn't try again to uh, illegally block the Libertarian Party again, uh, the Libertarian Party has like double the signatures they need to become an official party in Oklahoma, so you'd actually be able to vote for the Libertarian candidate for president. So, so what, like six signatures? What? No, hey. no. You need you need like hundreds of thousands of signatures in Oklahoma to add a party. It is prohibitively difficult to get um, a, a new party added to the state of Oklahoma. Now, most states make it incredibly difficult to do have anything more than the two parties. So, yeah, they make it very difficult. They finally did it. The the last time they tried to do it by using an existing party, but the state of Oklahoma, somebody filed a motion in the state Supreme Court and blocked it until af basically after the election was over. It's pretty shady stuff, yep. the way the two-party system works. Yeah, well, the fact that um, a governing party can decide certain things that affect future elections really bothers me. Yeah. Like, like I don't well, think... You mean, like, the superdelegates? No, no, I mean, like the district line drawings and, you know, party registration. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I, um, I don't know a lot about the superdelegates. I know that I've read a lot of Burn supporters are worried that the superdelegates will somehow get uh, Hillary um, selected, even well, nominated, no. even if she doesn't have the votes or something. She's going to have the votes. Here's the thing. The, the superdelegates like is very 4, much... It's very much like the Electoral College, right? There are a group of people who, after a vote has happened, have to say, you know, who gets their votes. And superdelegates have, you know, um, a large group of, like, voters who it's their job to say who those people are voting for, right? And so those people can really kind of say who whoever they want, but they usually well, don't. Here's here's um, how it was explained to me. Basically, the Republican... The Republicans also have superdelegates. They just right. call them something... Uh, they're both technically considered private entities that run publicly. So they can technically decide. They don't have to do the primaries if they don't want to. They just do it to gauge public opinion. So technically, if, for instance, if, say, Bernie Sanders wins the, you know, the primaries or whatever, but more superdelegates support Hillary, they could supersede what the popular opinion is and go with the candidate they think will have the better chance to win against the Repo Republican candidate. Yeah, they could do that, but they won't. So it's a stupid argument. Yeah, yeah, it'll never happen. <laughs> now, like, like, it would have, you'd have to be so blatantly stupid as a party to attempt that because it, it'd be clear what you're doing, and you would instantly lose an election. Like, no one, no one, and I'm including Trump and Cruz here, are that stupid. <laughs> that would be that would be like um, having a personal email server and sending oh, stop it. top oh, secret shit. emails. Shut us. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Liberal. Did I bring up something you didn't want to talk about? Here's the thing. Hey, hey, John <laughs> Lee Rice and uh, the other guy, Colin Powell, had one. 
literally don't care. See, that's the problem. That's the that's the safe part about about being a libertarian is. Uh, Pick a side, you, you dirty little I don't have to pick any of the... <laughs> to me, they're all awful. And go, it's back, great. go back and live in your cloud where everyone actually treats everyone else with respect and you don't need regulations because everyone's, everyone's nice and smart. You have fun dreaming, living in that dream world. Listen, it's very simple. If I, I don't think the government should legislate morality. If they stop doing that, then I'd be happy with a lot of other things. The government shouldn't use the tax code to enforce what they think people should and shouldn't do. I think that's counter to what the Founding Fathers wanted, but that's a different discussion. I agree. Like, I don't think it should be done through taxes, if, you're gonna, if the government's going to do it at all. Oh, so you think the government should impose morality, just not through taxes. That's interesting. So, oh, you're, well. against, so you're against gay marriage, is what you're saying, basically. <laughs> Triggered! Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying... scared like, Flippo away. No, he's, he's having a headset problem. No. So he says... I'm just saying some the there's very there's very few things, especially when it comes to like public safety, that really only the federal government can stop it, step in and do certain things, which is why a federal government needs to exist and run properly, which is why I don't like Ted Cruz, who's like I'm just gonna shut it down for no reason. I mean, I I respect the whole constitutional. I mean, he's very, at least he says he is, and his actions do indicate he wants to uphold the constitution. No, he doesn't. He but, doesn't. He well, doesn't. but his actions also indicate that he's willing to not work with anyone and also doesn't – he wants to just destroy the government. So our, our, our government is designed to run slowly but run, and he is shut down twice for stupid reasons, like reasons that, you know, so on such small issues that really don't affect that many people, that's not something you shut the government down for. Well, You try, you try to pass a law – which he's, it doesn't have time to do. Sometimes the government deserves to be shut down. I mean, I, when, uh, when certain elements of the government were trying to basically uh, force through an updated Patriot Act, you had, well, Rand Paul and Bernie Sanders, for instance, among others, trying to basically block the, the government from pushing through something like that. Well, Sometimes it's important when the majority are, making a, are trying to force through a decision that's bad... For, or a minority group within Congress are trying to force through something that's bad for the rest of the country. I'm with you on that. But, the, the, but filibustering and shutting down the government are two different things. Um, I so. will say his uh, Simpsons impression video, quote-unquote impression video, was pretty funny. For the wrong reasons. Yeah, it's more unintended. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, P.S., when is the Oklahoma primary, by the way? Super Tuesday. Yeah. Which is, is that... March 1st? I don't know, but it's Super Tuesday. Okay. I did what passes for research around these parts and pulled up a page on the interwebs that tells us when all the primaries are. Nice. I, I know ours is on March 1st, which I don't know if that's Super Tuesday or not. Please close that down. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't need any well, facts. Where we're going, I, we don't need I figured need if I was going to pinch hit in the hot... <laughs> that's probably true. Uh, I, I figured if I was going to pinch hit in the hopper role, uh, I true. could at least do half the research that he does before he starts talking. Um, so yeah, uh, Oklahoma is on Tuesday, March first, which is Super Tuesday. Yeah, the so I guess same Ma- Massachusetts. As Massachusetts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's I'm yeah. I'm I'm very like I'm I really don't know what, who I'm going to vote for when I step into that booth because like my my uh, my brain is like vote Hillary, my heart's like I feel the burn. 
<laughs> I think you no, can take that could just be... for that. Actually, I what? was going to say, <laughs> oh, you, you beat me to it, Bones. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could take some Zantac now, and it'll work by the yeah. time Super Tuesday rolls around. Uh, here's the thing. Here's... Like, my, father, my father and I have had conversations about our love for Bernie Sanders for two decades now, so he is not new to me. No. The fact that there was a socialist in our government and no one seemed to mind most of the time just delighted me to no end. Yeah. So. Well, also, you know, he's harmless. He is my gra- <laughs> He is my. He is my like un- like my uncle Jack, my crazy uncle Jack, and like my grandfather's who I never met. They, from what I've been told, look and sound just like Bernie Sanders. So when I hear him talk, I hear my family, and so I, I completely almost agree with everything he says, just sort of on like a a deep sort of Jewish ancestral <laughs> basis. I honestly, I will say that I liked him better when he was the lone independent in a sea of D's and R's. Yeah, yeah. I realized to to have any chance of getting elected, he had to uh, become a Democrat. And I know he often caucused with the Democrats, but I liked it better when he was a true outsider instead of it's the same same problem I had with Ron Paul. I, I would really like Ron Paul to to really bite the bullet and go libertarian when ninety percent of his beliefs were libertarian, instead of saying, "Well, to I got to work within the system," which I understand that that is a practical reality. But the only way you're going to change the system is if you have successful people work outside of it. I I think we, I think we're all in agreement that America's two party system is more. Trouble than it's worth at this point. Like it should more be a like more Trumple? open. Hey, hey. Oh. a pun. Well, <laughs> have you guys uh, heard the theory behind uh, Bernie Sanders and why he's actually bad for the Democrat Party? Um, essentially, potentially creating a rift, kind of like the Tea Party and the establishment base of the Republican. It would be a similar. Good. Good. Here's the thing. I, I don't know how I feel about that. No, here's the thing. Uh, there, that rift already exists and has existed for 30 years. Okay, there's been uh-huh. a very right. liberal wing of the Democratic Party who's gotten shat on constantly by by their candidates, just like how the Tea Party feels about the Republican Party. Like, like Bill Clinton was a, an incredible moderate when you look at what he actually passed. Right? No, Liberals no, were not no. super happy with it. Let's be uh, let's be clear. Clinton was. Basically, Basically a, a traditional Republican. Yes. He was an Eisenhower Republican. Republican. He yeah, was an he was Eisenhower Republican. Republican. He was not a he was not a Democrat. He was not a Democrat. He was a um, he was a nineties, two thousand Democrat, but he was an Eisenhower Republican. Yes. My Here's Oklahoma me. brain does not compute that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, God forbid the president get some action on the side. It's a stressful job. You know? Right. Jesus. <laughs> We can't all be Paul Ryan and do P90X all the time. <laughs> For some reason, in my head, I heard Paul Rudd, and I was like, Paul Rudd doesn't look like he does P90X. He, he did it like, for Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. He did for Ant Man. I think okay. he had some HGH since it was. Yeah, I would elect Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we get a Paul Rudd presidency? Paul Rudd for Seriously. President. Seriously. Uh, who's, yeah. who's the vice president, though? That's an important question. Jason Siegel. Yes. Oh, uh, no, or or uh, or uh, what's his face? And what's Pineapple his face? Eh. Seth Rogen? Yeah, that one. The other Jew. Ah, uh, 
Jews, Jews, Jews. <laughs> Either way, pot would be legal, like yeah. instantly. If you're gonna if you're gonna keep it in the vice president presidential dynamic that exists now, wouldn't it really need to be like the guy who plays Champ and Anchorman as the vice president? <laughs> Probably. Well, actually, it actually, needs to be a need woman be... or woman or it needs to be a, a woman or a minority at some point. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess, well, I guess the thing: Jews are minorities, depending oh, on how you do uh, uh, It would be Paul Rudd and who is his sidekick in Ant, Ant- Man? His buddy. Oh, um, uh, what's, what's his name? name? He's, He's so really Oh, Michael Pena. Michael yeah, Pena. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Michael, nice. Pena, Michael Pena would be a great vice president. Exactly. I'm an amazing vice I'm president. I'm just saying, if uh, if the Liber- Libertarian Party candidate gets elected president, legalize marijuana. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, my wife is, uh, is, I think she might be a Libertarian. Yeah? Yeah. We, we were talking about all this stuff, and she's like, oh, so that's really what a libertarian is. I think I might be a libertarian. <laughs> well, we're we're, we're all so li- she, we're, we're all libertarians when the government does things we disagree with. It's <laughs> yeah, so. fair enough. But she she had seen something where something that Rand Paul was on some show and he had said something that she was like, "Oh, I like him." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, well, let's let's dig deeper. Tell me yeah. more." Here's you know th- this um, bringing up Rand Paul reminds me of the fact that like. I feel like now, if you like a candidate, you have to agree with everything said candidate believes. And that's not how it's supposed to work. No. Like, I have priorities. <laughs> like, my priorities are the Supreme Court, which is why I vote Democratic all the time. Like, the Supreme Court's the most important thing to me. Most of their policy is I could give two shits about. Because, one, they're never, <laughs> they're never actually going to happen. And, two, like, you know, they'll probably change. Like, I'm fine with politicians changing their mind. But the Supreme Court, like, is a philosophical thing. And you can sort of tell that. From a candidate as they're talking about things, yeah. Because um, like Rand yeah. Paul, I, I I would say like I agree with like fifty percent of his things, but then the other fifty percent I really really dislike. So yeah. yes. All right. So who do we think is going to survive on both tickets? Now obviously Democrats are down to two, so it's going to be one of those two. But who's going to? So we th- you think Hillary on the Democrat side? I, you know, and I know people don't want it to happen. Well, the the smart money is on her, and I mean that literally. Yeah, it's it, well, it, it's going to be Hillary and Jeb. And it's going to be the lowest energy. Yeah, I was say, in quite some time. Do, oh my do not gosh. want Jeb because they don't want Clinton versus Bush. But okay, so I think I, that honestly, be good. honestly, if it was if it was Jeb versus Hillary, you'd probably have the the highest voting for a third party since uh, Ross Perot. Ross Perot, yeah. So yeah, um, honestly, because there'd be a lot of people who'd be like, "Oh, son of a bitch, I can't deal with another Bush or Clinton." Interesting. I, I was one of those people coming into this, but with Trump, if if Bush Clinton means Trump is out of it, I will take Bush Clinton. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I will take two people who've dedicated their life to public service over Trump. Like I don't care yes. if I disagree with them. Um, I don't like a lot of the things that uh, Kasich has done, and he's done some shady politics stuff in his career, but he also has shown a willingness to work with the other party and get things done. So from a policy standpoint, I don't really like him, but I think he could be an effective president. Yeah. So if it's between him and, and Jeb, I would prefer him. I, I think mean, he's got a shot. Yeah. Also, remember this, like, um, for people who don't know, uh, the Nerdist just launched a Nerdist sports podcast with Jonah Carey. Yes. And his second guest, which was broken into two parts, was Keith Oberman. And Keith Oberman mentioned a very interesting fact when it comes to primaries, which is that if you break out the country into what people identify in, 
right? It's like 38 to 40% consider themselves Republican, right? And a very similar number Democratic, right? Of those, say, 40%, only half of those people end up actually voting in primaries, right? Mm -hmm. So the person who wins a primary, like, say, say Trump actually won the Republican uh, nominating thing, like, that would only be 20% of, say, the country that actually voted for him. The other 80% still hates him. Oh, no. If Trump is the Republican candidate, the Democrats are winning. And there's an outside shot that a third party is getting second over Trump. That would be, I I mean, honestly, that'd be great. Yeah. I honestly believe that while there is a certain element that rapidly supports Trump, there is a much larger piece of this country that absolutely hates him. And if their choice is between Hillary, Trump, and a random person, and if they can't bring themselves to vote for Hillary, they will vote for a random person over Trump. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. What, what scares me a little bit, and I'm not, I'm not as scared of Trump as a lot. I, I don't think he would be all that bad. I mean, of course, realistically. He would be bad. But no, wait, I mean, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't think he would realistically be a a terrible president, like an Andrew no. Jackson level terrible president? No, look, but look at who else. Name, <laughs> name one thing he has done successfully yes. without ruining it several yes. times, screwing people over, he, he ruining can't even it, picking to pay properly. Oh, here, here's the thing. He's most so if you look at the Republican candidate, a TV show. It's his most successful thing. <laughs> No, if you look at the candidates and you look at his, besides his immigration shit, look at his policies. You know, he's not hawkish. He's he doesn't not, have policies. He, yes, just, he does. Look at no, no. Look at his website. He has policies. I'm, no, I'm not looking at a candidate's website. You know why? Because that's bullshit. Because they I'm have nothing. He is. He is the most progressive person thus far that is coming no, out. No, 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 I'm sorry, no. Having positions does not no make you way. progressive. Like, hating immigrants no. and being that hateful makes you a, ter like, makes you a terrible person. Okay, doesn't make you but, a progressive. Right, here's, you take, here's, let me say, here's why too. I hate Trump, because Trump is literally the opposite of uh, a libertarian, because he's, he is generally socially conservative, he is uh, uh, anti-immigrant looking for closed border, but he's very progressive when it comes to uh, large government. So he's somebody who will grow the government. He will uh, use hate mongering to get things done. He wants and tariffs. He will alienate tariffs. our our international. He will. He would be a disaster. Well, here's talking, where I say I'm talking that tariffs. our enemies and allies internationally would beg to have George Bush come back. You That's know what? how bad Trump would I be. Have to, I have to mute GT on this because we are not having this conversation. Like. Trump is not a serious candidate for the president of the United States. It is a serious job, and Trump is a clown and a joke. We're done. We're moving on. <laughs> Fair like, I agree. Like, I don't care what his, his personal views might be on certain things. I might agree with him on some things. But we're talking about the president of the United States here, okay? It is a serious yeah. job for serious people, and he is not a serious person. I'm not saying I vote for him. I just don't think he would be a total disaster. The fact that it is still okay for him to be a candidate for the Republican nomination bothers me to my core. Well, Listen, but we all know. You're probably, you're probably yeah. just a Muslim Mexican. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Why you're anti me <laughs> You're well, like, but I'm going to put a wall happen. around you, and then you're going to pay for the wall I'm going to put around you. As the uh, establishment people start pulling out, 
of the race, and they're going to dwarf the Trump supporters. You I mean, no, I mean, honestly, as you've, you've already had several establishment candidates drop out, you've now, you're really down to uh, Kasich, Rubio, and Jeb. Rubio probably won't make it past South Carolina. No, Rubio's done. Rubio's dying a slow death from just being a robot. Like, the fact that he survived his water, really his water incident... Like the, like, <laughs> I forgot. I, I mean, like he seriously turned a third place in Iowa, Joe Mentum, into uh, an almost run to New Hampshire, right? And then got schooled on the fact that he just re- repeats himself like a robot. Like you don't think South Carolina is going to show that water clip on a loop at this point? He is not ready. He's not ready to run you, for the president of the United States. Yeah, he's like as bad so? as experienced as Barack Obama. <laughs> no, here's the, Obama was at least a good politician, like oh. running, running for office politician. Rubio can't even run for office. No, no, <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, he's inexperienced like Barack Obama, but he can't give speeches like him. Jesus, Thanks, that's Wolfo. disturbing. Oh God, <laughs> is that a penis? Is that a yes. penis? It's a, it's a micro penis, I believe. What is going on? <laughs> check your, check your uh, text messages. Look at your phone, Bones. I sent you. Uh, I, I, I need to see. Yeah, I've been seeing that floating around, and every single time, I'm like, no. Oh. What, what did you What did you send that to? I, 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 I just sent it. Oh, I just I texted it. it to you guys. Oh my but god, what is that? It's a micro penis. <laughs> well, I'm linking that picture to the podcast for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's not huge. It's not it's huge. Not, not huge at all. <laughs> did anyone uh, take the time to watch that Funny or Die Donald Trump thing? No, no I didn't. after you I said it great. was an hour long, I just I can't deal with an hour long sketch. Well, yeah, I watched that lunch an at work. An hour long? I, yeah, it's not. I mean, people are saying it's hilarious. It's not very funny. It's I I would not. Kind of like my uh, presidential campaign, not funny. Filippo, so, how did you have this picture so quickly? Is my question. Uh, it's been because, around Reddit for a while. Um, oh, I bet Flippo's a, a big Redditor, let me tell you. Yeah, oh yeah. You Loves Reddit. Yeah. It's not on Facebook. <laughs> I, uh, I think his wife I've, got I've it from Randfall.com. I've, I've thought about Reddit just for NBA stuff, but I haven't actually ever been there. Uh, no, really. no, the Reddit NBA subreddit no, is fantastic, but... I, I um, know, yeah. Can, can we move to... Yeah, like, they, they sent questions speaking to... Speaking of NBA, yeah. I just have to say... Uh, the Golden State Warriors have what? Don't they have the? I think I read it was the highest. It was the highest win percentage at the All Star break, ever. Yeah, I think they, that's correct. They, I mean, how many games have they lost so far? Four. 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 Okay, four. And, and the record is what? Um, is it uh, seventy and twelve, or is it seventy two and ten? Uh, I believe it's eleven no, two uh, to, to to four. <laughs> it was the the ninety what, was the ninety six Bulls. They were seventy two so. and ten. Seventy-two and ten. I think the they Golden can do it. They, they honestly can, they can do it. Can do it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. By the way, I, I can't I, wait till they get KD next year. No, they are not stopping. Oh, God damn it! Um, you shut your mouth. Yeah, first of all, like it's a terrible idea. Like for yeah. everyone involved, like Golden State might win the two finals in a row. Why would they mess with that team? Like they're already winning the finals. Yeah. No, um, no good reason. Besides, the Thunder are obviously going to shade uh, uh, Serge and uh, some parts to Houston, and they're going to get uh, James Harden back. <laughs> yeah, that's totally realistic. Yeah, I gotta say that I'm. Is that a real rumor? Oh, there's rumors <laughs> about about the about Houston shading James Harden and. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah, they've also talked about trading. Uh, 
uh, what's his name? The Dwight Howard. Howard. Dwight Howard. There's oh, you might seen that. That's an actual rumor. No, there's that, actual but, trade rumors for Harden. For Harden, not to the Thunder, but just yeah. On they, the they basically Thunder need to blow were... up. Talking about that at this point, they need to consider blowing up Houston, basically. Oh and my potentially gosh, trading that's... both Dwight Howard and, and James Harden. That's here's the, crazy. Okay. Here's what the Thunder need to do. They need to trade for Carmelo Anthony. That's what they need to do. Just a guy who will shoot the ball whenever you hand him the ball. Like they just need a guy who's just going to shoot it. Like and they Carmelo need a shooting guard. Here. They definitely need a shooting guard. Is what they need. They don't need another yeah, small forward. They, they need to trade. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, they can't get Carmelo. I know. I just like I just want I, Carmelo off the Knicks at this point. I know. It's just, you uh, just want Melo. Melo. Did you they, they, see they, they haven't that, dropped that drop in a while. It makes me sad. Did you see that? Uh, I, know. I don't know if it's a true rumor or not. The rumor that the Knicks are considering uh, hiring Scott Brooks to uh, to help them in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so what would Scotty's secret blades be on the Knicks? If it wasn't if it wasn't for Porzingis, I would completely be done with the Knicks at this point. Like yeah. hiring Derek Fisher was a mistake to begin with. Um, yeah. And the fact they lucked out. On Porzingis is the only oh. saving grace because that guy is the best. Like he's fun. Isn't his yeah the unicorn? <laughs> he's the unicorn. He's the, uh, unicorn. He's the Latvian lover. He's got great he, nicknames. He's the Latvian gangbanger. Yeah, the, sorry, the Latvian gangbanger. Thank you, Flip. I knew <laughs> I knew he would know. <laughs> Michael is that, Rappaport. Is that for real? Michael Rappaport on the Bill Simmons podcast gave him the nickname of. Uh, say, say it again. The Latvian gangbanger. The Latvian gangbanger. Latvian. Latvian. Nice. Not Latvian, but <laughs> no, Latvian. No, he couldn't say Latvian. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Michael Rapport is a crazy person. Oh god. His 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 appearances on the Simmons podcast are incredible. It, they're oh. pretty great. They're pretty Isn't great. he the guy, the uh, redheaded actor guy? Yes, he is the yes. redheaded so actor guy. The only one. Actor guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. from Boston Public. And Boston. Wow. Wow. Of, of all of the things that he's been in, Boston Public's Boston where he went. Public. Wow. I like yeah. it. Man. I used to watch Team McBride is really happy for you right now. <laughs> I know. I, I watched Boston Public. It was great. David E. Kelly, man. I know you yeah, did. good old David E. Kelly. I, here's the thing. I'll watch any David E. Kelly show. I will. Yes, like, you will. Boston Legal is still the best. <laughs> it's still the best. I have not watched Boston Legal. Uh, it, it, it is the gallivant of lawyer shows. You've never I'm watched sorry. Boston Legal? Oh, Boston Legal. No, no, no. Literally sign off the podcast right now. Yeah, and go, watch it. Start watching <laughs> go watch it. Go watch it. On, it's on Netflix, isn't it? I don't it's, know. I, here's the thing. I'll send you my, my the, the season DVDs because I own them because it's the best. Nice. Oh, my God. I'm just – the the cast is so amazing. It's yeah. incredible. Just oh, the wow. interaction cool. the interaction between uh, Shatner and uh, – Red, Red, Reddington. Yeah. Shatner yeah. and Spader together yeah. is just ridiculous. Strick and Scotch unbuttoning their suit jackets as they sit down, like constantly, just you know, you know that's a spinoff of uh, the practice. Yes, I do. Which I also watch. The Spader was on the last. Watched, was he on the last the season of the practice? Yeah, like he totally saved. Like the practice was going downhill, and then he just came in and like gave it tons of energy, and they're like, and we're done. Switching to fun. Yeah. Yeah. The practice got real dark. Real the total dead. shift from the practice to Boston legal oh, is, yeah. is... By the way, both shows take place in Boston, right? But you could not tell them by looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> like, one, ha one had the daredevil problem where the lights were always off. Like, the practice was a dark... Oh, like, literally... The practice was. was literally and figuratively dark. dark yeah. 
But Boston Legal was bright and wonderful and happy. Oh, so fun. God, That's the when there was the whole um, uh, word salad line. Yeah. Um, that was that was odd. So wait, where was Allie McBeal? Was that also in Boston? Yes, it was. Oh, so all of his shows were in yeah. Boston. Yeah, David Kelly has a thing. I think I'm pretty sure he's from here. So someone's getting a phone call. <laughs> yeah. <All right. clears throat> Sorry, that's me. <clears throat> muting, muting for a second. All right. Uh, we should probably start wrapping it up anyway, because it's been a while. Yeah, I feel like this has been a long one. This is probably gonna be a long well, one. Once you edit out, this is probably Wars. gonna be a long one. That sounds like the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a long one. You know what's not a long one? Trump's dick. What? <laughs> so, so, should I title this episode? Huge. Uh, this episode is longer than Trump's penis. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I I don't think I even I'd be okay with sharing that on Facebook. So. I'll get what, another title. The, the Trump's penis or yeah. saying uh, longer than Trump's penis? That's okay, Jesse. All the people that would get offended on my Facebook have unfriended me already. Good. So. <laughs> I, had to, I, I had to unfriend Adam Bully today. Like, oh, finally. really? Yeah, just what did like, Adam Bully do? What did uh, he do? Was, he just, the, like, was it the dental picture? Was it the picture? No, it was, the not the, it was not the dental picture. It was just the fact that I'm get like... From from his post, I could tell he just supports Ted Cruz, and I'm like, dude, you're a smart guy. Like, come on, T- Cruz, really? Cruz is your guy. Cruz. For, Cruz. Hey, Doesn't Jordy support Ted Cruz? Uh, I'd like for those last 15 seconds, I'd like to shout out Pete Ellis since he's probably the only other person listening who cares about what we just said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete, I'm done. I'm done with that bully. I'm sorry. Can't take any more. Uh, you probably want to send him to space like they do in Expanse with the Mormons. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I love, alert. I love Mormons, okay? Like, we, we, we are, like, I understand. I, I understand that even though my dad was, like, really scared when I believe... like, befriended a Mormon. But... <laughs> Orlando. And I, I don't want to live in a bubble where I'm only seeing, like, news feeds and articles from people I agree with. But I, there's a certain point where I'm like, oh, we... We we can't even talk about this. And I was like, all right. Hey, Flippo, I think we found the uh, one liberal in the country that doesn't want to live in an echo chamber. What? Yeah, cause it's because it's yeah, it's just liberals that live want to live in an echo chamber. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Here's the thing. I only know one thing that triggers Chris, but Chris knows like 30 of my triggers. I just know not to tell. Like, if I really want to rile him up, tell him to settle down. Yeah. That's the only one I've well, got. Only, you have to remember, it's only if I am not riled up. So sure, if I'm sure it is. No, sure no, if, you, if I'm sure it is. Yeah. Calm, only when you're not riled up. When I say settle down, you get riled up. It's like you're already riled up when I tell you well, to no, settle no. down. If I'm already riled up when you say settle down, it doesn't really affect me. I'm already riled up. But uh-huh. when I'm calm, mm-hmm. when I'm calm mm-hmm. and you tell me to settle mm-hmm. down, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm like, mm-hmm. you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch, I'm calm. <laughs> Why are you telling me to calm down? I'm already calm, you son of a bitch. Oh, this is so great. Um, but yeah, that, that's the one Chris trigger I know. But he knows. I, I, have, I have at least 30, at least. <laughs> Luckily, I only use them for good. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> Sell yeah, down over there. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I would now. I would now like to make my uh, my Jeremy contribution to this podcast, which is that this drink I made is strong. <laughs> You should probably have three more before yeah. you go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> My drink was also strong, but that's because it was uh, all bourbon. 
All bourbon. Hey, I Jesse, just, yeah. I just, uh, during the podcast, I got the, uh, apparently I got the, the additional steps. 200 steps that I needed to get to 10,000. So. <laughs> apparently I've been doing a lot of flailing. You dirty cheaters. Uh, by the way, uh, I, was hand, I was doing the hand jive. One of our, one nice. of our, one of our editors of the Red Nine uh, podcast looked up on Reddit how to pronounce the uh, booze I'm having, and it is Mictors. Ooh, like the Mictors. Uh, the C H T becomes a K. It's Mictors. It's American whiskey. So Nine has editors. Yep, we have two editors. Sure, it does. Well, well we have one editor, editor Michelle? Producer. I would say occasional fact checkers. Like when they when they care about what we're talking about, fact checkers. Listen, we don't, we, don't, don't we don't need our facts checked. All right, this is this is a podcast for fun. We don't need. Facts okay, um, um, we're we're gonna end it here. But <laughs> the fact that um, Jeb has his brother commercials for him now, I'm like, wow, that's low. Like, you must really be worried because like the Republican Party is still not a huge fan of him. True, but you know what? Uh, despite all his failings. Debbie is a likable guy. I don't know what it is about I him. I just want to go have a I beer with him. You know what? It sounds I hate silly. Both of you so much. Everybody. Right now. But I, I would, I think it would be fun to go out some night with, uh, with W. Just go party. Maybe. Cocaine. Maybe yeah, find some hookers. Do some, some alcohol. Grow, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I feel like, like that'd be fun. I want to party. I want to party with W during his, you know, Peter Hardwick phase. Like that. That's really fun. Super phase. Oh, yeah. I, reminds me. I do want to. I do want to see the movie that uh, the Oliver Stone movie. Oh, oh, with, with Josh Brolin. Yeah, because he was talking about it on the Nerdist. Uh, yeah. Weeks ago. Tonight's podcast brought to, to you by, by, the by the Nerdist. <laughs> Nerdist Industries. The yeah. Nerdist again. App and Bourbon. Listen, Nerdist, we'll do this for free. Just like let's put your logo on our thing. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I told you what I told you what to do to, to try and get on there when you go to San Diego. Trump was gonna oh, Trump. Oh, it was you. Uh, Trump was gonna put the Nerdist uh, logo on his thing, but it covered it up entirely. <laughs> 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 All right. Snap a new. Snap a new.